0: It is time for another edition of the Two Bums and a Mike Sports Podcast. And as always, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Follow us on our socials on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Two Bombs and a Mike. I am your host, Mike Marzen, and as always, I am joined by my lifelong friends, Christian Landreth, Kevin Ellaby. Fellas, how are we doing this evening? Another
1: day, another dollar, baby. Uh, we're in for my- another week. <laughs> Excited to take it on. We got some good topics to talk about today. So,
0: yeah, you're hiding something from us. You won't tell yeah, us. Yeah, I got, I got some, some sweet news that just popped up. We're we're we're, cover- we're we're going into this lobby to figure out like a whole rundown. And he's like, I got something for you guys, but I'm not gonna tell you. I'm like, okay, you know, have fun with that. So, yeah, we're all gonna we're all gonna discover something together all at the same time. Yeah. 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 Christian
2: living
0: the dream baby dramatic dramatic pause living the dream there it is so i guess before we get into our big old actual topic for today kevin you have been teasing us with some sort of thing you want to talk about today That you correct refuse to share with me
2: absolutely stupid
0: kev what do you have so
1: we know this year's nfl draft was of course in kansas city correct yeah. We know yeah. next next year's is in Detroit, so that's actually okay. gonna be kinda cool. 2025, in the home of the Packers, Lambeau Field. The draft is going to Green Bay, Wisconsin, baby. Oh yeah, so
2: they can draft an underperforming corner instead of a wide receiver. <laughs> you know play.
1: what, someone told me today, he's like, oh good, so they could can, they can draft a, a, a new guy for Jordan Love to replace Jordan Love. I'm like, no exactly. man, he's the
2: guy
1: no he ain't uh, so uh, I was super stoked to see that I'm not gonna lie I've been to Lambeau Field it's a very very cool field very historic field I, I love it so I was about
0: you teased that for so long and yep. that was the thing you wanted to talk about yes the, the, the draft is going re-bay. to Lambeau yes, yes. and that's it. That, that, that should be the whole podcast yeah. Okay. Explain to us why that should Get be the whole here, podcast. Cheats.
1: Okay, just call it over. That's it. Show's over. Why? Because it's amazing. Great news. Everybody oh, wins. Love Green Bay weather. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Unbelievable. So I, ex- yeah. explain explain this to me, CAV. So yes. you say it's good for everybody. Why is it good for everybody?
1: Because it's a it's a historic field. Even if you're not a Packer fan. It's a historic field.
0: Oh, I agree to that. You know, right? It's the
1: Vince Lombardi trophy. Surprise, surprise. Lambeau Field. That is where he made his mark. You know, he's the man. So Mm -hmm. uh, I just think even if you're not a Packer fan, I think that's how it is affect to everyone because it is, um, you know, it's an amazing field, historic field. So I love it. But again, for Packer fans out there, let's get it. We're going to Green Bay 2025. But I mean, you know what,
0: if, if you're paying for all of us to no, go down there, no, uh, go up there,
1: I'm absolutely down. Absolutely not.
0: Then I'm not uh, interested.
2: Even if Kevin was paying for me
0: to go, I still would not go. Oh, I'd wow. It's the NFL wow. draft. I'm, I'm going to that. I don't
1: care. Wow. This
0: guy. If Kevin's paying for it, I'm in.
1: You know what? I will give something cool, though. I will give props to Detroit for getting it next year, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, Of course, we don't like Detroit, but at the same I time, do. like... I shouldn't say this as a you know Chicago Wisconsin fan. Detroit is like, eh. but I will admit I really like their coaching staff now. I love the players. I like the moves they're making. Um, and going you know going to school in in Michigan took a little bit of my heart. So
0: um, I'm very. I'm just gonna laugh
2: when the Lions end up lioning this year.
0: The lioning is that what you just said? Yeah, you made them into lion. a verb.
2: The Lions are gonna lion. Yep.
0: You really just made them into a verb. That's why yeah. yeah, So what you're saying, though, Kev, is that, you know, you, you don't like your friend Jacob. Right. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. No?
1: No, I, I, I mean, I, I like to see the Detroit go be good just because they've been bad for so long. It's kind of yeah. like any team. is like I kind of cheer for the people that are just an awful because I'm like you deserve a chance to go all the way and Detroit's making a great turn for the better. So they I'm stoked. Are. I'm stoked. I I'm, I would love to go see him.
0: I've been the same way for so long and I've heard all like the sports radio hosts and you know sports ho- like radio talk show hosts like all that stuff of You know, it's good for ratings and it's good for business if like it's the Yankees and Red Sox in the World Series or it's the Lakers and the Celtics in the finals, like all that. Like it's good for ratings because more people know them and yada, 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 which is very true and fair. But at the same time, I'm with you, Kev. I've always been. I want to see the people and the teams in there that have just never won it or have always been better. Like I'd like to see new people win it. I like it because then it gets more fan bases to watch it collectively because you have more te- more people watching it. That's what makes that it fair? more
1: fun. Yeah, that's what makes it more fun is when you have good competition, people have been, that have done poorly for so long come out of nowhere and just crush these big-name
0: teams. Like, it's awesome. That's what makes it fun. Like, for example, like, like tonight, we have game four of – The Denver Nuggets versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Denver is up three to nothing on the Angels. Thank God. The Lakers. The Lakers. It's same town. Like on the Lakers. Not really, but. Whatever. The Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) The the up three-nothing on the Lakers. And on the other end, it's the Miami Heat up 3-0 on the Boston Celtics. And so the NBA is is absolutely panicking and mortified that. Denver and Miami are most likely going to be the NBA Finals when it could have been the Lakers and the Celtics. You know, on paper, what's more sexier to sell and advertise? The Lakers and the Celtics because of the history. But when you have the Denver Nuggets going against Miami Heat, to us, it's like, hell yeah, two new teams that one of them is going to win it for the first time in a long-ass time. It's great. But to them, they're panicking because they know they can make more money with the big markets like that. So I, I get the both points to it. But to your point, Kev, I'm very much in for that. You know, I'd like seeing you <laughs> win winning.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, a side note real quick. Yeah. Watching the Sox game, of course. Me um, too. Monday night for all of our listeners. It's Monday night. We're watching this. And Christian's, do I dare say, favorite player over Grandal, Greater Crochet. Man crush. Uh, Man crush. Garrett Absolute Crochet man. has come oh to the mound. Um, Garrett Crochet. I know. There he oh is. my god. He, I wish I could show you thing. guys the photos. Fo- Maybe we'll post them. Show you guys the photos of uh, oh, I have Christian a good fangirling one. over. Oh my the, uh, god. I was really watching him. He's like, oh my up. god, wow. sign
0: my baseball. They also, they also just put a note on the TV that says he majored in nuclear engineering. Yeah, you Tennessee. saw that, right? I oh just saw that. Excuse me? This man I is smart. Yeah, I just peered he up on the TV. And
2: throws 100 miles an hour. That is insane.
0: I yes. literally have a picture, though, of in 2021, before he got hurt, of Christian literally like pressing against the bullpen fence watching him walk amazing. It was the funniest thing ever.
1: So now Christian gets to bring a baseball and a science book to get signed.
0: <laughs> Nuclear engineering. Can you? Oh, I. How do
1: you? That's, that's you actually kind of
0: crazy, science. though. Props to him. Like, that's insane. It is. That is props to him, but, like, how do you even get into nuclear engineering? How do you even, like, what is... How do you even do that? (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, but, like, what jobs did he
1: have in mind? Like, I'd be curious to ask him, like, what jobs did you have in mind saying, I want to be a nuclear engineer? I mean, like, working at a power plant, working, you know, maybe in the military on a submarine on on the nuclear engines...
0: I'm pretty sure Crochet would be way too tall to be working in a submarine. I- well,
1: I shouldn't say submarine, the carriers. Well, they're all- a lot of them are
0: nuclear now, but... Um... Isn't he like 6'8", or something like that? Yeah, he's a tall boy. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't know a, if he's, he's, he's a, that tall. He's a, he's a- he's a tall dude. I know that. Hold
2: on, let me- I'll- i I'll look it up.
0: I cannot imagine seeing him and like, you know, I- I- I don't know why, but anytime I- I picture submarine people, like I think of like in Transformers. Yeah. When they're fighting the, like, the Decepticons on the water. That's what- I don't know why my mind immediately goes to that, but it goes to that. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, no, most definitely. It's like the first movie, or first the or second movie with Shadow Labov, like those movies.
1: Oh, Gary Rocher got taken out! <laughs> <laughs> well, he 13 is. pitches! 13, well, he, that's all Kevin, he needed. Kevin, he hasn't
0: pitched in over a year and a
1: half. Oh, that's true. So he's just trying to get some MLB he, back on.
0: Whoa. MLB pitches going. I got you. All right. Yeah. Like, he, he faced three batters, got two outs. One of them got the second somehow. I haven't been paying that close attention. But, like, they're just building him back. Like, he literally yeah, has true. not pitched in, like, what, 500 days? Something like that. That's yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, let, him, let him build his own back off I was Get ready to... Crochet. Throw throw
1: 75. Just throw 75. 75? Get him warmed up.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's all right. Loosen up what? the old arm.
0: Loosen up the there old you. arm. Yeah, that got surgically repaired.
1: I don't know. All I know is Christian likes his men taller, so it's perfect for him. <laughs> all right. All right, Dean. All right. I
0: didn't know Dean was here. Uh, hey, yo! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Love you, what you Dean. Uh, what, but what do you got, I've
0: Christian? I'm trying to say, Garrett Crochet is six six two thirty. There's no way he's only six six. He looks like he's like that's six tall, eight, though. six nine, six ten. I know that's still tall, but like he seems so much taller than that. People say um, they always look taller on, you
1: know, on teams. Yeah, That is
0: very so. that is, that is extremely true. Coming yeah, from somebody in the professional Christian, you no, know, Christian,
1: how tall does he look in real life?
0: <laughs> no,
1: I'm asking. I mean, I, I am not going to answer that question. Come on, you were you were up against his face out. on the fence, so you had to have seen how tall he looked. I could not. Oh wait my God! I'm, on I'm on the, the first. Media. I'm the first person to watch somebody warm up. Wow. Watching warm up and staring, putting your tongue through the fence is another <laughs> not, level okay. of warming up. <laughs> All right, spreading lies. And yeah. Okay. He did not do it's that.
0: slender. I he can't did. believe this. He did not do fake that. News. He did fake not news. do that, but fake news. <laughs> he was pressing them up against the yeah. the bullpen ball You know what though, I'll give it to
1: Christian, if it was somebody I loved and like really liked, like I'd be doing the same thing. Like a, a real baseball fan should be doing that. So who would you do I'd that? I give guys. him crap, but who would I do would that to? Bobby Jenks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a
1: good <laughs> answer. <laughs> that's a
0: good, that's um, a good answer.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Unit. Yeah, I'd say Bobby Jenks. I just out the top of my head, my man. Oh man.
0: I don't know. Too bad I don't he's know not know playing he... anymore. No, oh, God, no. Tough. He's 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 been retired for like a decade. Oh, so. he can still play. He can
1: still throw 100. <laughs> not,
0: not, not with his, not with his spine issues. That hey,
1: he it's had. fine. No. It Give him a you know little wiggle need? room. You know what we need? <laughs> it gives is it a little that. wiggle room. It's kind of like a snap. It's like his back is maybe like messed up, but it kind of like he can like snap his arm more because his back can like whip.
0: How old is he now? I don't know, man. Let's look. Right, I will look that up too. Oh, perfect. What were you no what were we gonna say, Christian? I got that. What do you what were we gonna say?
2: I was gonna say, uh, we need a 99
0: card and that'll be the show. Oh my god. Dude, man.
1: actually, where is his card?
0: Bobby Jenks is forty two years old.
1: Where's AJ Presencia's card? Where is Bobby <laughs> uh, crap. Yeah. Like, we- get him in there. That's what I'm saying. Where are all these guys' cards? They Jermaine all deserve Dye,
0: to be in there. Jermaine Oh, great right.
1: Patahiko Laguchi.
0: You know what would be cool? Oh, the whole you know, 05 White Sox. That would yeah. be sick, but they're never <laughs> going to do that. You know what would be cool, though? You know what would be cool? If MOB would drop, like, say, like, a 25 card, 99, like, all of them on 99 overall, but it's all the best players from the winning World Series teams from, like, the last 25 oh, years. Oh, that's cool. San Diego two
1: Hear us out, baby.
0: So, so I, I, I guess going uh, going It'd up a little bit like a little bit of a rabbit Mark hole. Burley. I would say so. If, if the Sox if the Sox had a 99 overall player from the 05 World Series team, who's the 99 player? Oh, my God.
2: It's either Burley or uh, Paul Canerco, really. <sighs> and we've already had Paul Canerco. And there have been Mark Burley cards in the past.
1: Oh, there have been? Oh, good. Yeah, I'm going to, you know. 20, in Emily
2: the show 20, there was a like a 90, 90
1: Yeah, but this, I mean, like, where is he market? at now? If he was in 20, he should still be in here. Uh, some 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 cards just get phased out.
0: You know what my answer is going to be? Jermaine Die.
1: I knew you were going to say that.
0: Because he was the World Series MVP. MVP. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No, no,
1: I mean, it does make
0: sense. I swear to God, if that ball goes out, I'm watching the Sox team right now. And Please don't. It's Are out. you serious? It's You're out. You're like two I'm seconds s- ahead of me. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. I'm ahead of you. I'm sorry. He just missed it. It's That's not that new night. guy in
1: right field, right?
0: Yeah, Clint Frazier.
1: Yeah. You know who should be yeah, uh, uh, in uh, Mike's, fa- Mike's favorite guy, Nick Swisher. Get him in the game. I like Nick
0: Swisher. <laughs> you don't like Nick <laughs> Swisher for whatever what? reason. I
1: just call him out, man. It's Nick Swisher. I that's a, like that's this an oldie year.
0: name I haven't heard in a long time. I know. That's like 08, 09, 10 for the White Sox. Or how about,
2: how, oh, how about this
0: one? Oh, God. I'm going to
2: get a White Sox. How about Adam LaRoche?
0: No. No. <laughs> no. You know, you know what's even better? Adam LaRoche's call, huh? kid. Adam LaRoche's kid that got him kicked off of the White Sox. That's what, that's what you need, a 99 card. He's the whole reason Adam Roach got released. Yeah. He is. You know, you know that story, right?
1: Yeah. Cap, do you know that story? Uh, I don't know if I know the entire story. Would you mind ba- briefing ba- it? From ba- basically, basically
0: it. the the short part the short part of the story is that Admiral Roche basically, like every time he went to any sort of ballpark for a game, he basically brought his son with him. I think he was like eight, nine, ten, something like that. Okay, yeah, that's good. When he, when he was on the White Sox, but like yeah. he. Wouldn't, he would not go anywhere without his son? Like he he ha- his son had to be with him at all times. Essentially, that they, that was just their bond. That's how they went around. Like that's fun. A little, a little. But like you know, he loved his son and he wanted to be with him with all like you know get that whole major league exposure because he's a major league baseball player. How many people can say their dad was a major league baseball player? But the White Sox essentially were like, I hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the White the the White Sox were essentially saying, hey, dude, like it's awesome that you bring your kid along, but like. Yeah, spring training's one thing, but like, we're, we're on the road, we're here, like, can't bring him into the, the clubhouse every single day. Like, every once in a while, cool, but like, you can't, all every single day. And he was like, no, I'm bringing him with me. And they were like, no, you can't. And so they both said, peace, and they released him. Because he just refused to abide by the rules, essentially. So that's why Adam willard got be released, because his son, he pretty much brought his son with him wherever he went and they were like, no.
1: Yeah, that's it's a little clingy, but honestly, like, good for him to stand up for his son, though. Yeah, I get it from both ends. I, I get it from both ends, but, like,
0: Adam, what are you doing? Like, it, yeah, I get honestly.
1: it. His career, too.
0: It, 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 yeah, he, you're giving he, up your
1: MLB career so your son can be there 24-7. He can still come to the games, he just can't be in the locker room. Yeah, like, you could come into it, like, was he a married? after.
0: Uh, yes, pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, so you could
1: have his like, you have his wife there, and then like, hey, hang out with the wife.
0: Yeah, like... Whatever. And it pretty much just ended, it, like Christian said, it ended his career. He, I think he may have played for one more team, and then that was it. Wow. That was it from him. He, he had like a decade-long career, though, anyway. So anyway... So, uh, act- back to our actual topic. <laughs> what we're actually here for today... 25 minutes later. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, as we, uh, we're we going to go on to the actual topic, which is... Connor We're going to do a full breakdown of Connor And when I say we, I pretty much mean Christian. <laughs> um, Christian <laughs> we're the supporting characters here. We are going to basically dissect everything about Connor and what... He means to the Blackhawks because pretty much ensuring now that the Blackhawks got the number one overall pick in the upcoming NHL draft, it basically means that they got Connor Bedard and everybody gets everybody else. You know, whoever yeah. had number two actually has the number one pick, but we actually have the, the superstar sweepstakes. So, Christian, go nuts. The floor is yours. Talk about everything to do with Connor Bedard and we'll dissect it. Uh,
2: well, so, yeah, I mean, with the Blackhawks winning the draft lottery they get the right to select the next coming of Jesus Christ
0: I I guess like that dude that's what I keep hearing like it's insane because you know every single year you have like oh this is the number one guy this is the number one overall pick yada 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 this guy's great but like collectively everyone's literally saying he is the next up and coming Jesus Christ like it's I'm not even exaggerating it's insane how hyped up they're making this kid? And he's like 17. Yep. Like, he was insane. born July
2: 17, 2005. He turns 18
1: oh. this July. Oh, that hurts a little bit.
0: Yeah, that hurts just a little bit in my soul. <laughs>
2: he'll actually—he'll—he won't turn 18 until a little under a month after the draft. Oh
0: my side, gosh. S- side note: Before you move on, on a similar note to like you know us feeling super old. At the last uh, CSW show I was a part of, I was able to talk to one of the up-and-coming new trainees that's about to go into the CSW training school here. I was talking to him for a little bit. Dude, do you know when his birthday is? <laughs> his, his birthday is literally, I think it's in like three days, 2007.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I love he's, I put, I'm pretty sure he's a sophomore in high school something You
2: want to even even feel older?
0: And it's like, oh my God, I remember 2007, but yeah. (laughs) The
2: the people born since January 1st, their birth, uh, their, uh, the year they were born is 2023.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, that's how that works.
2: I know, it's kind of funny when we always like, yeah, we want to feel old. And it's just like, yeah, you know, this, this guy was born in, you know, 2005 or 2007. It's just like, well, uh,
0: this kid is born 2023. I'm yeah? like you're really old. Uh, well, yeah, like you know, I, I was so confused. That. I'm like, yeah, but, you, what? Uh, like, where are you going with that? Like I know, like my, you know, my nieces and nephews have been born within the last few years. Like I, I mean, there's I babies born every single day. So it's... yeah, thank you. It's yeah, not it's that. It's not that like oh people were born this year. Like that, that's like whatever. But it's when they start becoming like you know adults and and you know older teenagers. You know. And it's like, oh, my God, I felt like that was me yesterday. That's what gets me feeling old, you know?
2: Uh, get out of your soap, uh, your soap, out English.
0: English, Christian. Take, take your time. It. Take your time. All right.
2: Uh, sorry, are you done with your little soapbox over there? It, okay. After, After
1: all you, that, that's what you wanted to say?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that took me a minute. Zoink, uh, scoops.
1: Continue on Connor so kind of Bredard, please.
2: <laughs> Zoink, scoops. So, yeah, well, kind of uh, going... By what you said about him, but everybody, you know, is very excited and pretty much has said that Connor Bernard is the, you know, next best thing since sliced bread. Uh, so there are 14, uh, you know, hot, hockey, pro- like prospect ranking um, sites where they get all their rankings. And Connor Bernard is ranked number one in. You know, shockingly, 14 out of 14 of them. He played for the West Vancouver Academy, phantom Prep. He played 30 games, scored 64 goals, 24 assists for 88 points. Uh, so for the next year, he, uh, the West Vancouver Academy Prep, again, he played in 36 games, scored 43 goals, 41 assists for 84 points to the Swedish team for a couple. Now, is
1: that a pro different. team or is that just a uh, like junior under eighteen, junior twenty? So okay, I have a question. Okay, so what do we think? I mean, obviously he's very good playing in the junior. Sounds like he goes up. I saw some world world uh, tournaments he's played in, but what? like, how do you think he's going to play in the NHL? Like in, an, I mean, these guys are going to be 30, 35, 40 sprinting at them full speed and rocking them. Like, do you think he's going to be able to handle that? Is he going to be going to be able to play with these guys that might be twice his size?
2: Uh, look at Connor McDavid, look at Patrick Kane. He's the same height as this guy. And actually Connor Bedard actually weighs 10 pounds more than Patrick Kane did.
0: That was, was going to be my question because you said he's 185, which is, is not very much for a, you know, a man, essentially. You know, that, that, that's kind of on the shorter end of, of weight for a man, typically. So with Kevin's point of, you know, 30-year-olds, you know, men out there, like my question would be like, is the one eighty five a typical weight for someone in his position?
2: Yes, and it's probably actually, probably actually over, but but he's not overweight. Is saying he's, I was I've been listening to a lot of uh, interviews and uh, uh, podcasts uh, about Conor Bedard, and they say he this uh, this kid is absolutely jacked, like. He takes off of his gear, and he looks like a man. Like,
0: he's okay, got his so veins popping he, out of his so arms. So he's the 185, but he's not, you know, a, a scrawny 185, right? He's no, built 185. Yeah, he's a he's built, built 185. A built 185. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. How and, tall uh, is he again? 5'10". 510. 5'10". 510. 510, Damn. 5'10", 185. Yeah, so he is jacked. Okay, so it's either one or the other. So, okay, go on.
2: Uh, but, and you know, uh, I've seen highlights that he... He doesn't take crap from everybody. Like he's he gets into scrums. He's not afraid. He doesn't back from anything. He'll He's a, hockey he'll player, give yeah. you a He'll 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 give you a glove to the face if he needs to. And uh you know, he's not he's not one of those guys that just kind of like is like, Oh my god, people are coming No, he'll just be like, Alright Bring it Kind of a guy too. So I'm not worried about how, how he's gonna play uh, because if somebody's coming at him, he's just going to uh, skate around him, over him, under him, through him. If he, you know, if he can, you know, telekinesis his way past the guy, he's so good. Um, I mean, I mean, look at Patrick Kane. I mean, I mean, he he was not a big guy, and everybody was worried about the, you know, oh my God, he's small, and he turned out to be probably the best American-born hockey player there is. Um, hardly got injured. Um, n- nobody really took a run at him because they knew that they were going to have to face the gallery if they
1: did. How old was Patty Kane, though, when he started?
0: He was like 17 was as like well 18. or something like that. Yeah, 17, Okay, okay so he's
1: about the same age. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, he was the first pick in the draft, too.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, the last time the Hogs had the number one pick it was Patrick Kane.
1: You see, you know, honestly, that, hearing that, that gets me even more excited uh, for Conor Bernard, yeah. really. And yeah, I mean, honestly, um, and they're
2: saying and and if if everybody's right about this kid,
0: like, he's probably gonna be better than Patrick Kane. <laughs> That's a scary thought. Well, okay, now now I'm gonna push back at that because that it's such, such an easy thing to say that. I like it kind of gets overused with every single sport. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey, whatever, you name it. Here comes this number one pick. And like, here comes this guy. He's going to be a superstar. He's going to be better than everybody. Now, hold on. You can, like, going back to what Kevin kind of said before, to touch on his point before. Yes, he's done all. You've done all. We've, we've read the statistics. We, like, we dissected, like, ba- basically who he is, his upbringing. His mindset, his attitude, yada, yada, yada. Call me harsh. And I, and I had my I had the conversation with my dad about this. And you guys know my dad. My dad, like, talk about a hockey fan, hardcore, you know, basically from, from birth, a diehard hockey fan in general, not just Blackhawks. Hockey. Like, it's his life. He's even telling me, like, you know, this kid's this, this kid's that. He's going to be it. All of this. And I, I even still, I have to push back and say, None of this means jack until he proves it on the NHL ice. We can say uh, he's going Mike, to be better. Michael, than Michael, Kane. Michael. No, 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 Michael's no, 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 like, no. Oh, wait, no. no. No, that's being real. But, but that's there's that's there's a fair realistic. point. You, you can't always bottom, say. Yeah. You can't always say that this guy is immediately going to be better than the whole freaking field, purely on what you've seen already. Until this guy, whether it's the major leagues, whether it's the NBA, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the the NHL, no matter what, even if it's out and over in Europe for actual football and rugby, whatever the sport, until the person gets to the actual highest level that they could possibly be, none of it matters until they can prove it on the highest level, which in this case Kana Bajad in the NHL, Connor Bajad's stats to me personally and his accolades mean nothing. Until he proves it on there, means nothing. It's good, you know, hopefulness and, you know, like maybe he can be all this. I hope so. But until he proves it, I I refuse to really accept it that he's going to be that until he proves it. And I think that's kind of fair.
1: No, that's very Am I wrong there? That's very fair.
0: Because uh, well, be, it means uh, yeah. well. Then well, then we don't have to talk about it anymore. If that's how. <laughs> well, it, it's not that we don't have to talk. It's it's just that point of you know we can talk about his accolades and what he might potentially bring and all that jazz, but to me like until he proves it, it's like it's all just words and it doesn't mean as much until he physically proves it out in the NHL level and then it's like we're just speaking words at this point.
2: I would have loved to hear this when you guys talked about Adley Brushman. Oh my God, I would have been on. The I would have said team. the same thing. I no, was you, saying this. You, you same guys thing. are like, oh my God, he's gonna, you know, oh he's gonna be the best thing ever, and yeah, okay, yeah. Same, Kev, same Kev, thing, no, right? you,
0: you and I have had yeah, this conversation. Okay. You, you, ta- you ta- me, ta- me, ta- tell, tell ta- me, tell ta- me, tell Cushion Swan, tell, tell everyone Christian Swan, because I did not. Yeah, I mean, I, there, there's one thing to be excited about a player. Oh yeah, and there's another thing to obviously
1: show that he can perform. Obviously we know he can perform, but can he perform at the NHL level on the ice uh, with other NHL players? We don't know that we don't have those stats to provide. Yep. We have the supporting facts saying that Connor Berdard has the ability can play at an extremely high level, can be a number one player, but at the end of the day, nothing matters unless we start seeing those kind of numbers and those goals and that score in the NHL. It's not hating on him. We're not, you know, we're not coming at him. We are just, we're acknowledging of his, of his skill, but we're also acknowledging that we need to see that being portrayed in the NHL and not in um, a junior league or a world league or whatever, you know, all, all the great things he's done already you know, at the end of the day, it is the NHL draft. We need how he sees or how he performs, um, to the standard of the NHL. And don't, don't confuse well, is what it, I have, is it, what is I have it, said.
0: Go ahead, Christian.
2: But is it fair to do that to somebody who's like, you only to see it at the NHL level. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody, nobody has seen this guy at the NHL level. I mean, Christ, the draft isn't until another like 38 days. Uh, so, I, I just—I guess I know, I, the problem I guess is I, you, I, I, you. I guess I'm a big optimist, and I, I like yeah, and that's okay. but that's a good yeah, thing like, though. Yeah, Are that's absolutely mean? a good thing.
1: Yeah, like you—you're seeing it as like he's an amazing player. He's going to be a god in the NHL. Okay, that it. You know, could that be correct? Absolutely. But oh at, yeah. But at the end of the day, we need to see him perform at the NHL level. That's just what it is. We're, don't, not, don't, we're not yeah. condoning him for oh you know you did great in the minor you know or I, I apologize My, yeah mine in is the juniors yeah, you whatever. know but you're not going to be able to perform we're not saying that we're just saying hey keep up that level of intensity and that goal scoring and bring that to the NHL and we want to be able to see that at the NHL level yeah don't confuse and you know everything what? that I yeah. said no this don't is confu- all
0: positive stuff yeah don't don't confuse this as like doubtfulness or bashing him that's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that every single year for every single sport, there's always that number one guy that's like, next big thing, next big thing, and it's a bust. So even with all of this hype, there's still that spot in the back of my head that says, pump the brakes. First of all, the kid's not even 18 yet. (laughs) That's number one. Number two, he's still growing as a human, as a man. Number three, every single year, there's always on one guy. That's a bust. That's a bust. We, it, it, we can't say, oh, it can't be him. Of course it could be him. It's humans. You, We don't know how he performs at the highest level until he proves to us what he can do at the highest level. It's just talk at this point well, then
2: you're gonna have to wait until next up and oh, and I'm and, I'm, and, I'm, and I,
0: I hope I, I I very much am looking forward and really hoping to see everything that is kind of bedard, as you have said the next up and coming Jesus Christ. I hope he's that. It's just you have to still talk about the counter to that of can he actually perform at the highest level as an 18 year old against 30 35 year old men? that are going to try to rip his head off, I would imagine. And we hope, and we Um, hope that he comes out and plays like he did
1: in these other leagues. And he just absolutely shreds them and goes right through them. But the thing is, the difference of being an optimist and having, as Michael would say that, you know, that little thought in the back of your mind, this could go bad. You know, that's not, again, not being hard against him, but that's being real. If you don't live that way, you know, that's how people get into credit card debt. They think they're all optimism <laughs> and then they just keep charging, charging, charging. Nothing bad's going to happen. Well, but I, we know, I would bet my life savings on this guy. So. You See, the problem with mind. that, though, is you don't know how he's you going to play You simply don't in the know. NHL. I and like I said, we hope. People knew. People knew with Sidney Crosby. People knew with Ovechkin. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. People knew. People said. No. 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 People said. Oh, yeah. Sidney Crosby, Alex Vetchkin all that. I knew he was always going to be a star. Okay. Then have that same person said all the other ten guys like this guy was going to be a superstar, and now he can't even name he can't even name who he was anymore because he was a bust. There was that few. Yes, I always knew that. But then there's that other ten that nobody talks about anymore because they didn't make it. You know? There's the well, counters uh, so there.
2: So I am gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put some knowledge in. Okay. Please, Please. spit some hot steaming fire bars.
0: Mm-hmm. Use your okay. words.
2: I'm using my words, Michael. Thank <laughs> you very much. So in the last seven drafts, so so seven drafts ago was the Connor McDavid draft. Yeah between five and ten years there is this there's always this one this one guy that it's just like this is by far the best thing we've seen since blah 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 so the, the, the term generational talent when some people because that's what they're saying about Connor Bedard is he is a generational talent that Term has not been used for a first overall player because in the last seven drafts, yeah, there have been guys. I mean, there have been guys that had to go number one because there's always a number one pick. So what I'm getting at is there hasn't been a draft this deep with this such a top uh, this very deep draft. There's a lot of guys that are very good down the road and you know down the board. Like the Blackhawks uh, have two first rounders. They're going to get another. Pretty good player after number one, but everybody, it's consensus. Yeah, there are some good players, but nobody is Connor Bernard. This kid is a generational talent, and that is a word that we haven't used for a prospect since 2015 when Connor McDavid was drafted number one overall by the Edmonton Oilers. So that's just what I'm trying to convey. Is that this isn't just every year there's a number one pick and blah blah blah. This is different than the seven than the seven previous drafts. That's all I'm trying to convey is that is that's what is happening here with Connor Bedard.
0: And yeah, and that's and we agree with that, and that's totally what we're saying as well. But we also until he's physically out there and does it. It's just words at this point. He has to prove that he is all of that hype and all of this jazz. Until he proves it, it's just words. He can, nothing is done until and it's will. proven. Okay. And you know what? And we, we hope. I guess I'm just so. cockeyed.
1: Yeah, we absolutely hope so. You know, at the end of the day, we want to see that success. We want to see him do amazing. You know, but we just we're we're just being realists oh. and saying, just you know, show me. Show me what you got, and I will also
2: put in that every, pretty much every, every time, everywhere he's played, he is the youngest. So he, he's going in. He was the first person in the WHL uh, get a exemption to play in the league a year early. So you have to be sixteen to play in the WHL. He got a waiver to play when he was 15. And that's, I believe, the first time that's happened. That might not be right, but I believe that's what I heard. Uh, And uh, pretty much everywhere he's played, he's been playing as, you know... He's been playing... You know, he's like the kid in class that's like a grade ahead of you, but he's a year younger than you, kind of thing. So, he has proven that he can play at an
1: extremely high level, which is, I mean, again, which is good. Again, we're not trying to down him, but at the end of the day, NHL, I, is I, I'm, a not, totally I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get the uh, no, no, we get you uh, what you're uh, saying, but you're not understanding. <laughs> we're just being realists. We love what know, we're I seeing. We, <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we want him to be amazing. We, we know so. he has potential. We know he plays at that next level constantly. We just want to see that in the
0: NHL. That's all we're saying. Can he do it at the NHL level? This is the highest level. Can he be he can like a Patrick will. King? Can he be like one well, That's, of, that's what we That is what we want. That's also, That's that's all we could ever hope for. Is, is just optimistic. Is being <laughs> so, optimism. So yeah, so so let me let me ask you that, Let me ask all of you guys this. And we'll segue into this as our kind of final point and question about. This this podcast episode today. So, with Connor Bedard, you know, pretty much assumably being the number one overall pick by the Blackhawks in the upcoming NHL mm-hmm. draft in about a month, how long will it be until the Blackhawks are Stanley Cup contenders again? It'll go not necessarily winning it, hopefully winning it, but until there's serious contenders of making a run at the Stanley Cup, how long do you think it'll take? Kev, I guess we'll start with you, with. The Blackhawks, essentially, they're having, what, six picks in the first two rounds of this, of this next draft, or whatever the stat is, you know, 14 picks in the first and second round in the next three drafts, I believe it is. How long do you think it'll take for the Hawks to basically get back to where they were when we were teenagers with their dynasty?
1: I, this might be, as Christian's favorite word, optimist. Uh, this might be an optimistic thought. I'm going to say three years, three or four years. Okay. That seems a little fast, but I would, from the picks they have, from the the talent they're bringing in, I'd love to see four years max, but three years is kind of that sweet spot of where I'd really like to see it.
0: Okay. Christian? I swear to God if you say oh two, it's like, okay, Christian, it's not going to Ke- be two. Uh, Kevin,
2: you, uh, you have redeemed yourself. Oh, perfect. So M- Michael used to have some room to uh, make huh. that shit. Um,
0: hmm Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I I agree. I believe it. If you would have told me this before they won the draft lottery, I would have said five. But after they won the lottery and they're gonna get Connor Bedard, I think it's gonna be three years.
0: Wow, well, Cushion's not going to like me. Um, I per, now, now I'm not doing this just out of spite. I'm going at, at this out of yes, everything he is. that he, I Cushion, yes, please be quiet. I'm not going at this out of spite. I'm literally now I'm no hockey expert. I would never claim to be nor have I ever been one. But I love hockey and I love watching it and learning about it and you know, because it, it, it for one, it's, you know, spending time with my dad watching it and talking about it. That's awesome. But I'm going at this out of everything that I've heard on podcasts, on sports radio and everything there is to do with that. What's his name? Kyle Davidson. Is that the GM? I know it's Davidson. What's his first name? Yeah, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle Davidson. Literally, he's gone on record and said. We are rebuilding, and if you know anything about GMs and sports and franchises, saying the word rebuild is a big old no-no for some reason. It's basically like taboo to say so that fans don't get scared away to not come to games because we're rebuilding, we're going to be bad. He's flat out said, we are rebuilding, and we're tearing it down to the studs, and we're going to start all over again from the bare minimum, which is why they ended up with the first overall pick to begin with. So, need some getting Connor kind of Bedard, presumably, is that probably the best star that they could have had? Absolutely. This guy seems like he is a generational talent. He seems like he's the next, you know, superstar in the league. And I pray to God that he is. But even with that, one guy cannot change it that immediately fast can he sure he can i don't necessarily believe that i'm more on the line that this is going to take four to five even with conor bedard because even with conor bedard you still essentially have the whole rest of the team which even with these all picks not all of them are going to pan out if you're if you're a hall of fame gm at best Half of your draft picks in your life are going to pan out. Half of them. So we say they have 14 picks in the first and second round in the next three drafts. So, at best, at absolute best, whatever, basically seven picks are going to pan out over the next three years in the top first and second round, dra- uh, you know, first and second rounds of the drafts. Oh, yeah. At I'm absolute there. best, those are going to pan out which means you still got the whole rest of the field to take up with free agency and trades and all this. My point is, is that they're, they're, they're just like the Bears. They tear it down to the complete studs of the foundation. And you can't just fix that in a season, in two, in three. You just don't. It's just not how it works. At absolute best, if everything perfectly works Every single draft pick hits, every single free agent signs, and they're a beast, every single trade works out, then yes, three years. But that's not realistic. I say four, kind of leaning towards five, to where in five years, so in about the 2028 season, 2027, 2028, or maybe 28, 29 season, that's when, all right, they're here to stay. Because now all these picks that they get in these next three years, they're gonna be in their primes. They're gonna be set and ready. They're gonna spend their money, presumably, and that's when it's gonna go. Four years, five years, leaning towards. That's why I say that.
2: Well, I get what you're saying, but Connor Bedard sped this rebuild up incredibly. Oh yeah, I totally now, agree.
0: I totally now, agree. well
2: what when you say is well, uh, you know, all free agents, you know, aren't gonna. You know, unless all free agents come here, number one, it's going to be a free agent market here in Chicago because they get to play with Connor Bedard. Two, it's Chicago, and all I hear from players that have played for Chicago is, "I loved it there." You know, if I could go back, I, I you know,
0: I'd but, go back. But now uh, the difference is, is that they still have to, they still have to now rebuild that reputation of when they had that scandal. Which, again, if you don't know what happened with the Blackhawks and that scandal, go I, look it up. Think, Honestly, don't, don't because I don't it was think really it bad. has that
2: much of an impact on the players as you might think.
0: I mean, but the thing is, it's still there. Might not be as much, but it still lingers, and players still have to think about that because, God forbid, but, of like, why should I sign here? Is this a safe place to be? Like, I got kids, I got young kids am I safe to even bring them here? That's a fair question to ask. Like, Kevin, am right. I wrong in but, saying that? Like, is that a fair question to ask? Yeah, that's question? absolutely that's fair. this problem before. Yeah, that's absolutely what fair. Then But What
2: they're, they're going to say is, well, nobody nobody that was a part of that is A, on the T or B, works for them anymore.
0: And that's great, but they still have to build that credibility back. Even with none of them there, the credibility still has to be built, and that's going to take, you know, a few more years.
2: I get it. you know. We're not going to, you know, fans are going to hate the Blackhawks for a long time.
0: They already are since they got the number spiteful. one pick.
2: Uh, <laughs> boy, go crazy, mommy. Uh, she <laughs> hey, What? What? <laughs> okay, first of all, before anybody says anything, what happened with Kyle Beach...
0: No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Do not get into that. If people want to go look it up, go look it up. But we're not going to. It was terrible. It 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 was a horrible thing. Yeah, horrific. Horrible.
2: Yada yada. We know, and we get why you're angry. But NHL is not rigged. It was literally a lottery. The NHL put a video out where you can see how, you know, when the Blackhawks got the number one all-pick, you can see how it happened. So it's not rigged. People. As much as you want to believe in your conspiracy theories. Yeah, just disclaimer, you know, it was terrible, wish it never happened, blah, blah, blah. But I think, I think Kyle Davis is doing a great job in kind of moving forward without, you know, kind of dismissing it. Whereas, you know, Rocky Wurtz actually got mad at fans for wanting to ask questions about what the heck happened mm-hmm. uh, and that's why he, uh, he gave it to his son to run now so but yeah I I have a feeling I have a feeling it's gonna have less of an impact than than people might think just because players are you know they're they gotta they got to make a living somehow and they want to win and you know Chicago is a destination now. So I think I think that's one of the reasons, and I think we're forgetting that we had a great draft class last year too. So those guys are going to be ready pretty soon. So that's why I, uh, that's why I firmly believe it's going to be three years, just because we have now we're going to have Connor Bedard, who air quotes air quotes is going to be great, and then you're going to have all these guys that we. Uh, picked last year that, um, I mean, Kevin Kerchinski, the number seven overall pick, just won the WHL uh, championship the other day. Uh, along with uh, Colton Dock, Kirby Doc's younger brother, fun fact. That's why I have a feeling that it's going to happen a lot faster now, just because if we didn't get Bedard, yeah, I would say four or five years is very reasonable. But now that we have Connor Bedard, I think that speeds it up about a year, maybe two.
0: Yeah, I, I, I just I, I, I just can't Michael, see I get that it, I,
2: I get it, you are a, you are a super realist and it's just, It, like, it just doesn't it's okay. happen
0: that fast, even with a generational talent, quote unquote, as kind of a dart, you still have to have, you know, a competent goalkeeper, multiple defenders, your other offensive like you gotta have, you know, make sure you have the right coach and the bench and like all this stuff and that takes time. It doesn't well, just happen. We, have to, we
2: don't have to worry about the
0: coach thing. Yet. Okay, well, even still, uh, but, like you, you still have to worry about everything else, and it that takes multiple drafts and multiple free agencies.
2: I, I'm pretty, sure they have, like they have uh, this. Uh, uh, what is his name? It's like so. Who is a young goalie? was a young goalie prospect that they have. Uh, that's it's pr- probably gonna play a lot. This coming year, mm-hmm. uh, they, they have a and I know you're you probably don't know as much about you know the Blackhawks as I do, um, which is understandable because obviously you're a huge baseball guy mm-hmm. along with me. Uh, they have a lot, they have a lot more, they have a lot more talent than you have. It might not be on the NHL team because they were trying to take,
0: mm-hmm. and, and that's but, what I'm saying. Like, you could say that, but like record kind of speaks for itself until right. it, but they I will keep they, going they back about well, what I said with kind of a until I see it. <laughs> all this is woods. You could see they got all the talent in the world and they're going to be all this, but like until they prove it, it's just words, you know? And that's, that's how I see things. It's like the, that,
2: that, uh, was, that was going, into this... going up against USA. The two, the two sides will never come to a common common understanding
0: here so are you literally comparing us note. to to the to us the americans and the soviets is that what you're comparing us to right now <laughs> kev <laughs> oh this is kev i think this is i think this is a good cue to end this episode i would like to <laughs> with, wrap this up at that point <laughs> 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 with christian comparing us to the russians and the americans i think that's a good note to end it on kev do you have any final thoughts uh I honestly don't know what to think after
1: that, but uh, yeah, final thoughts either. for the day. I think we made some really good points for all of our listeners that Connor Bedard is going to be an amazing player. We're excited to see how he performs in the NHL and where he can take this Chicago hockey team. Um, and let's get to that next level and push to the Stanley Cup.
0: Let's do it. Christian?
2: I, I will... I'm going to end it on this. He was the U-15, under-15 most valuable player. He was the under-18 most valuable player. He was the WHL Rookie of the Year. Uh, He And uh, also the WHL uh, first all-star team. uh, U-20 World Junior Classic gold medal. Uh, And then, um, listen to his last year. He was on the uh, World Junior uh, all-star team World Junior Championship Best Forward, World Junior Championship Best Plus Minus, World Junior Championship Gold Medal, Most Assists, Most Goals, Most Points, he is the uh, Most Valuable Player, uh, Top 3 Player on Team, uh, WHL East First All-Star Team, WHL Most Assists, WHL Most Goals, WHL Most Points, Bobby Clark Trophy, and WHL Player of the Year.
0: That's awesome. Prove it at the NHL level. Uh, that's that, that's yeah, all I got. Yeah, yeah. like, again, I all that's great. That. Like, he could have all the accolades. Until he proves it on the NHL level, it's like it's awesome. That's great. Prove it at the highest level. That's like Call me harsh, but that's how I see it. Sorry. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Two Bums and the Mike Sports Podcast. As always, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, and everywhere that you get your podcasts, follow us on those socials so you never miss any content. Like the picture we're going to put up of Christian with Gary Crochet on Facebook, right. Instagram, and Twitter. All at two bums and a mic. I have been Michael. I have been Christian. And I have been Kevin. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next time.